0: Today I'm going to be sharing with you my thoughts on the Nikkor 24-70 F2.8 and also referencing a little bit of comparisons to the old Nikkor 24-70 28 Hi, I'm Katherine Guidry and I'm so happy that you're joining me today for more value-based photography content to help you level up your business. I know we're gonna be talking today about lens selection, but if you're also interested in learning about posing or pricing, be sure to visit the links in the description below. What are my thoughts on the 24-70? to First and foremost, I feel like I should say that this is my most versatile utility lens. This is like if you're on the softball team and you're trying to figure out who's the most versatile player, it's this one. The reason for that is because this lens has what's called a fixed aperture. That means that no matter if you're at 24, at the most zoomed out, or if you're at 70, the most zoomed in part of the lens, it doesn't matter. Your aperture can still be set to 2.8. This is really great where there's less light because in a non-fixed aperture lens, say you are at 24 and then you zoom out, maybe your aperture here was four, now all of a sudden it's at 5.6 and your camera's not letting in as much light that's a big difference I really love that this is a fixed aperture zoom lens and it's really good quality in regards to the old 24 to 70 compared to the new one they're pretty close in weight so I don't really necessarily feel like there was a whole lot to gain in terms of upgrading However, this lens is sharper than the other. The fact that the new lens was sharper than the old one was cause for me to upgrade. In addition, this lens is native to the new Nikon Z6 II, which means that I don't need an adapter to actually connect this lens to the camera. When I'm connecting the old 24 to 70 f2.8 to the camera, although I can use it, so if you don't have the money to come up with and say buy the new lens, you can still use this one. But it does require an adapter. And oftentimes, whenever you're using another piece of equipment to connect to, it's a little bit slower. Not much, but a little bit. In terms of overall speed, I would say that this one is slightly faster than the old 24 to 70 2.8. Let's talk about why I love, in general, a 24 to 70 2.8 when I'm photographing weddings. Let's say, for example, you're photographing in the bridal suite and she's putting on her dress, and you have on, say, your 50. The 51.2 is my absolute favorite lens, as you guys may know, because I have already done a whole video about that one lens that I love so very much. However, this still wins the race for versatility because if I am in a very sentimental moment or a very fast-paced moment, or maybe a moment that I just don't want to interrupt, if I have this lens on and I am all the way back as far as I can be when I'm photographing, I don't have to ask them to stop what they're doing for me to switch lenses and put on another lens, maybe it's a wider prime or another zoom because I had the 50 on my camera. Instead, with a lens like this, I can simply zoom out a little bit it's not gonna necessarily be my ideal focal length because my ideal focal length is 50 millimeters all day every day that is my favorite focal length all the time if I'm photographing with this one and I absolutely need to get wider I can without having to switch the lens that leads me into the point of why I photograph with this lens primarily during ceremony I have actually been in that situation where the bride is walking down the aisle and I have a fixed prime lens on my camera and then all of all of a sudden I can't back up anymore or there's a bridesmaid that's standing behind me as the bride's walking down the aisle. In that situation when that happened, I panicked because I couldn't back up anymore and I really wasn't able to fully capture the moment that the dad handed her off as well as I wanted to. In those situations where things are moving really quickly and you don't necessarily know what's on the horizon, you want to be safe over sorry. So if there's a processional or an exit or moment where I'm not sure that I will have time to switch my lens. I always default to putting the 24 to 70 on the body just in case. Another part of the day where I almost exclusively photograph with the 24 to 70 is going to be at the reception. That's because there's a lot happening, right? A lot of movement, a lot of people, and there's not a lot of space. I like to have the ability to photograph as wide as I need to. But keep in mind that I do suggest that you get as zoomed in as you're able to. So what I mean by that is if you're photographing with your zoom lens, you really need to pay attention to where your focal length is. If you're at 24 millimeters and you can be at 35 or 50, I suggest that you do so. Go ahead and zoom in. You're gonna get more of an editorial, real life feel to the images that you're photographing. What happens whenever you're photographing at something like 24, you start to stretch your subject. So I see this oftentimes a lot whenever I hire a new second or third shooter. One of the biggest mistakes I see when they're photographing with the 24-70 to is that they're photographing really close to their subject and very zoomed out. So when you're photographing a detail, like for example, arrangement on a table, and you're super close and you're at 24 millimeters, that arrangement is going to look distorted. It's going to look stretched. Whereas if you step up and zoom in to 50 millimeters instead, that same arrangement is gonna look more compressed and a lot more true to life in the way that your eye sees it. Traditionally speaking, your eye sees at about 50 millimeters. So the most difficult part of using a zoom lens is that a lot of times you aren't paying attention to where you are in terms of focal length this requires practice it requires discipline and it requires you going back to your images and comparing and seeing what the difference is so that you know it's worth it to zoom in when you can the last thing that I will say about the 24 to 70 is that if someone came to me and said Kat I can only afford one camera and one lens to photograph a wedding what would it be it would be this one. Although the 51.2 or even the 51.8 is my favorite lens in terms of sharpness, quality, low light, all of those things. If I could afford only one lens for a wedding, it would 100% first camera in my bag be the 24 to 70. It is by far the most used lens in my bag. It's a workhorse. It is an amazing lens for the quality and the price. And I truly believe that unless it's a church ceremony where you really can't get close and you absolutely need to rent a 70 to 200 or purchase if you can't afford that you can get away with shooting an entire day from start to finish with a 24 to 70 lens if you have any questions at all please feel free to drop them if you have enjoyed this content and you would like to connect with other photographers who are in the professional photography realm be sure to check out pro that's our membership community and we'd love to have you get more information it opens twice a year and we'd love to have you as one of our newest members thank you so much I hope you found this information valuable and happy shooting Bye.